Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, the government has confirmed a referendum on gender equality will be held later on this year. Labour leader Ivana Bacic joins us now. Ivana, you chaired the Oireachtas Joint Committee on Gender Equality. I'm sure you welcome this news. I am really so glad to hear this news, Kira. I do very much welcome it. Uh, we chaired, I chaired the Committee on Gender Equality last year, which was uh, asked to consider the 45 recommendations of the Citizens' Assembly on Gender Equality, which really amount to a blueprint for a more equal Ireland, for an Ireland in which women and men have equal opportunities and equal chances. And our recommend, the recommendations of the Citizens' Assembly, which we then took forward into an action plan, and many of them focused on childcare. I was very interested to hear you and discussing that just now. They focus also on women in sport, women in leadership generally, on the education system and so on. But but key key to the recommendations uh, were three recommendations on constitutional change to insert a clause on gender equality in the constitution, to delete the sexist language about women that currently unfortunately remains in the constitution, which refers to women and mothers as having duties and lives within the home and doesn't make any reference yeah. to fathers and then of course to make to change our definition of family in the constitution because currently the definition of family relates only to the family based on marriage and the citizens assembly and our committee recommended that would change okay. to be more inclusive. That, so, that all sounds you know, rec- yes. very reasonable and, and all of those I would support. We, However we spoke to Orla O'Connor from the National Women's Council yesterday on the programme and she was... T- uh, she didn't lay it out quite as you did. She was talking about that what we needed in the Constitution was something that valued a care model. And, and, and to be yes. honest, I was none the wiser actually about what we were talking about going into the Constitution. And I, I, I felt an alarm bell go off in my head that, that vague, uh, ambiguous value systems in the Constitution perhaps were not a great idea. Uh, you know, we, we, we've inserted things in the Constitution previously that we've lived to regret. I, I thought bin, bin the women in the home stuff and move on. Do you think we do need to put something in to replace it? Yes, and, and that was the other crucial aspect of the Citizens' Assembly recommendations was that they said to us, you must delete the sexist language about women. That's absolutely long overdue. It's very outdated and so on. But we should also insert a recognition of the of the role that care plays within uh, within our society. And so, you know, as you say, that's quite a difficult thing to frame. We wanted to frame it in such a way that we wouldn't have unforeseen consequences, yeah. but that we would recognise the value of care. Why? Why, Ivana? Just and I'm not being I'm not being facetious. And why do we need to recognise that in the constitution? I I, I understand why we, we should recognise it as a society. I understand why why carers do such tro work. I understand that the unpaid legions of people who prop up society, you know, that, that we should value them. I understand all of that. I don't understand why we need to put that into a legal framework in the Constitution. I, I, I fail to see the why with, with this. Well, Kira, put it this way, the Constitution is our fundamental legal uh, document. It sets out a series of, in many cases, aspirational uh, uh, values and, and goals for our society. And there is a sense, and I think this came, this came up before when the government, a previous government recommended just deleting the sexist language about women. There was a sense that if we do that, we should also ensure that we don't lose uh, a, a, a statement in the Constitution that values the caring role and indeed that also recognises the rights of those who are being cared for. And care is, is so undervalued in our society. And I mean, here on International Women's Day today, mm-hmm. I think we recognise that women, as you've just said, 
do in fact carry out the vast bulk of caring uh, of caring in both within and outside okay. the home if we look at caring professions if we look at caring okay, families but anyway, you, you are, you are in, in, in support of, of, of all of that but can I ask you just briefly before I let you go obviously the eviction ban is being overturned your, your reaction to that Ivana? Well, I spoke yesterday in the Dáil to uh, say just how deeply regrettable I think this decision is by government. I think it may well lead to a tsunami of evictions. I'm hearing, as many TDs are, from so many families and individuals who are now very fearful that they will be facing an eviction as soon as the current ban runs out and it will run out on a phased basis between the 1st of April and the 1st of June. There's a cliff edge where we simply don't have enough rental properties for families and individuals to remain in, in homes. And I think it's most unfortunate that the government have taken this decision. I have to say I cannot understand it. I think there was well, a What about the argument, the, the argument that is being made yes. that, that this idea of, of a breach of trust with landlords, that landlords are, are you may talk about a tsunami of evictions, but a tsunami of, uh, of, of landlords exiting the market and ultimately that being worse for the rental market than anything else. And, and that is because they fear the over-regulation, the, the, the eviction bans. The, uh, you know, we, we, we get texts every single day from landlords saying, I'm, I am selling up. I can't, I can't work as a landlord in the current rental environment in Ireland. Yes, I hear from landlords too in those circumstances. And I think, you know, landlords have actually, you know, filled a gap that the state has left here. Landlords have been filling that gap through the private rental sector where we should have seen the state providing social and affordable homes to people in far greater uh, quantities than we've seen. But I think there are other ways to ensure uh, that right. landlords don't drag the market, including, may I say, here the tenant in situ scheme where councils would be empowered to buy properties okay. where landlords want Look, to sell at market value, but in order to keep families in homes. We haven't seen government give any real commitment right. to schemes like that tenant in situ Look, scheme that would have resolved the issue. Thank you very much for speaking to us this morning on all of that. We do appreciate it. That is Labour leader Ivana Bacic. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.